0: The name of the pod was our last, best hope for peace. It was the dawn of the Third Age of Mankind, the year the Great War came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the Babylon Podcasts. The year is 2259. The name of the pod is Babylon 5. Episode 29, A Spider in the Web. An assassination threatens to scuttle relations between Earth and Mars, and Sheridan begins to smell a rat in EarthGov and or Psycorp.
1: Welcome back to The Name of the Pod, the Babylon 5 podcast in which we explore the enduring cultural legacy of the 1990s television program Babylon 5. We are in season two of a five-season run. I'm John Cassie. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and your co-host, Chris Tetro. Good evening Hi, John. Chris how are you today? I'm great. How are you? Just peachy doing great you know, yeah I, I I think that we've got ourselves in this episode mm-hmm. a good workmanlike piece of business doing yeah. a little bit of the the you know the work that needs to be done. every single episode of Babylon 5 has got content that you've got to be aware of to know mm-hmm. what's going on in the larger story and maybe it's sort of to the good that it's not trying to do the drinking from the fire hose oh my word 50 things happening that we've gotten in the in the last three or four episodes right there's you know it,
0: it's focused it's definitely i would say this is about a 75 percent if we call it a quote-unquote mythology episode use the old <laughs> x files terminology yeah right, uh, right. And, and we should say this is we're talking about spider in the web uh, yes you know, but of course we've said that already in the intro so doesn't need to be said now i suppose uh, but we we were turning away from the whole shadow storyline and back more toward the Earth, uh, well, Earth and Mars, but Earth, CyCor, Mars, kind of axis of things, uh, which I think is is very interesting, and I'm glad that we're getting that uh, uh,
1: we're getting that angle on stuff. Yeah, we're 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 sort of getting to the point now where the pacing beats of the program seem to kind of make good sense. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, a little bit of Mimbari beat, beat. Now we're going to have a little Centauri beat. Then we're going to have to get back to Earth, which suggests that, you know, and then a little bit of shadows and then back and forth and back and forth. Right. Right. You know, there's no... um, no connection is 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 meant or implied that I have discerned connecting Earth to I'm sorry connecting the shadows to mm-hmm. the Martians mm-hmm. right but r- rather that's a kind of separate yeah uh, you know al- Alpha story the shadows are a, mm-hmm. you know are an A story as well you know yeah. we sort of got them running you know in parallel right you've got the heat being turned up on on both stories a little bit yes. m-
0: a little bit more. Um, because nothing's ever, you know, there's there, there's never a day off on Babylon Five. It seems that's it's always going to be uh, it's always going to be rough going, uh, right on, on one or more fronts at the same time. Uh, yeah, but you're that's right. This episode how it works was was it, it delivered? Uh, it delivered some sort of ominous plot points about the Psi and about what's going right. on with Earth and about the you know the conflict between Earth and Mars, um, and. I feel like it suffered a little bit from well, maybe more than a little bit from the 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 problem that we had with a lot of episode, season one episodes, where the guest stars were really doing a lot of the heavy lifting.
1: Yep. And yep. The
0: story was really more on them than it was on on the 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 regular cast of the show. Um, yeah. But it but it didn't. It gave some good interplay with with Talia, who we haven't had a lot of spotlight time. Right. On. And, and unpacked some extra dimensions uh, of Captain Sheridan as well.
1: Right, which we'll get to at the end of the program.
0: Yeah, and some good interplay um, between him and Garibaldi. You know, they're definitely, they're bonding more. Which I yeah, wasn't, which, you know, given, given Garibaldi's standoffishness a few episodes ago, I would have expected it to take longer to get here.
1: Yeah, I like the fact that Garibaldi just called it right out mm-hmm. and said, you know, look, I know you don't trust me as much as, as, as you know, Jeff and I, Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, had a had a relationship, but you've got to bring me into. You've got to, mm-hmm. if you're if you're working an angle, I can't be the best chief of security I can be unless you let me into the angle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a I think that's a fair cop. Yeah, I mean, may as well address it directly. And, and he's right.
0: You know, the, if if it's a security issue in particular, yeah. And if not knowing what's going on is going to compromise Garibaldi's ability to do his job, then yeah, he's got
1: to know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, 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 I think maybe the reason why I'm not feeling as um, uh, sort of annoyed at this episode as I was with similar kind of episodes previously uh, about the point that you made is that now I feel like I know a lot more about the characters. Mm-hmm. And so I don't feel like the proper character development that I'm not getting is in the way, mm. is being hindered by telling mm. the story from this perspective. Yeah. Right. There's still way too much reliance on these secondary characters, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it would be, I think it'd be better to... to 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 to, mi- to kind of minimize them to yeah to some degree but but you know but look you, what are you going to do? You yeah. want to tell a story about Mars? You have to bring Martians here
0: right there aren't any you know? well,
1: yeah, there aren't any Michael Garibaldi, yeah and you know, has worked that there
0: and Talia worked there, so yep. yeah it's yeah. um but it's it's interesting that this was this was an episode written by uh Lawrence detilio,
1: yep the story uh, editor
0: yep, and a lot of his episodes from season one did this. You know, leaning heavily on the on the the guest cast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Death Walker. Yep. Uh, Eyes. Ugh. Tko. Born to the Purple was less so. I think that was much more, you know, Londo centric. Although you did have the two the Romeo and Juliet couple that was, you know, that was
1: more of the central focus
0: of of things. Um, that
1: but, episode was famine, pestilence, and death, right? Meet uh, my three wives. Yes, who we'll yeah. meet again next
0: week, apparently. <laughs> that's right. Who so we're going to see good. again very yeah. soon, right?
1: Yes. Um, so
0: yeah, that you know, I, I think that the, we've there's a pattern that's kind of established in his in his episodes. Um, but I was also I think this may be one of the first that we've seen that doesn't really have a B plot running alongside of it. Yeah, not really. It's, it's 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 just a solid A plot straight on through episode and it doesn't get mired down in in something that's completely unrelated taking up, you know, precious screen time.
1: Here eat this salad. Nah, rah, rah. Yeah. Nah, nah. Have yeah, more right. pasta. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly.
0: So, but yeah, I th- I I thought this was a I thought this was a, a solid episode. Um I I I like the Earth, Mars, CyCor stuff a lot. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as much as I, as you know, we don't really get, you know, as I've said before, this is the the Londo and Jakar show for me. You know, uh, for sure, largely. for sure, we don't get them in
1: this, but we get some, we get some good stuff. You know, a, a, a couple, a couple of things to um, to kind of build out. You know, what you're saying, the Earth Mars content, mm-hmm. Earth Mars. Terran system stuff. Yes. That's always good, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're going to, uh, listeners, we're going to do, the next time we get a nice piece of Mars content, we're going to spend a great deal of time unpacking both the past of Mars-Earth relationships and kind of how Babylon 5 prefigures some things mm-hmm. going forward. So we're going to do a deep dive into that, you know, into that kind of thesis. Yeah. Cause um, it seems to come up everywhere. It, it, or at least it's popular in a lot of
0: earth based science fiction, particularly stuff that involves tooling around in, in this this system.
1: Yeah, a lot. Yeah, um, you don't really sure.
0: get it much in Star Trek at all. Um, you know, Utopia but,
1: Planitia. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's, right. a, it's a shipyard.
1: Oh, oh boy. Yeah. You know, but there's no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Not a lot of dynamic there. Um well, <coughs> there's not a lot of conflict between earthers and Martians in Star Trek, well, because you don't have conflict within wasn't right, that you one don't of within main Earth rules? society yeah, yeah right right yeah. yeah no
0: no conflict, no internal conflict no. yeah yeah no. because um, that that's not really holding up anymore
1: yeah uh, 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 I, I i wonder about what this Bureau thirteen actually is mm-hmm. right, whether it's some kind of um you know Deep deep state kind of uh, mm. you know shenanigans, or whether it's some version of psycore, or whether it's some psycore plus the state, mm-hmm. you know, interacting with each other. That isn't that isn't very clear to me. Yeah, um, at least not yet. So yeah, I'll, and I'll I, be I, in, and see, I obviously sort of don't remember to see what that
0: going anything. So I, I don't know where this uh, where their storyline is going necessarily. But uh, yeah, but it's always um, good.
1: Yeah, it's 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 you know n- nowadays you encounter one of these rogue security, uh, you know, eight agencies, mm-hmm. and it's sort of a dime a dozen sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. But back in the back in the nineties, it 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 was more resonant. It felt a bit more X Files ish mm-hmm. than it feels today. You watch it now, yeah. and it feel it's not it's not heavy handed or. Or, 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 you know, it, it doesn't fail to land. It just lands much more gently, right? Then, be- then it, it lands previously.
0: Because, as viewers, I think within the last, I'm going to say, decade, television viewers have been trained to look for the gotchas or look for That's the, right. the, you know, the, the things where we're going to you know, chase after fan theories on, That's yeah, endlessly right. on the inter on the interwebs. It's you know, I think lost was probably the the patient zero there. Maybe yes. some maybe maybe X files if we go. Maybe you know, some
1: X Files, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, but you know, so you see something you see an organization or a government and we're almost trained to expect that there's some kind of splinter cell or some kind of underground paramilitary you know yeah. uh, that 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 wants to take this to extremes. That's you know, that that the other you know, the regular system just doesn't have the the guts to do what needs to be done.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know you see it in you know you see it in Travelers and you see it in mm-hmm. Stranger Things and you mm-hmm. see it you know virtually everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know and 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 the sort of uh, now that we're nearing the end of uh, the run of season one of Star Trek Discovery, the the almost breathless. Uh, hysteria on the web about about various uh, you know in in internal uh, logic failures on the part of the, on the viewpoint of the persons you know, doing the writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I I don't think I have ever seen more hysterical, not ha 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 hysterical, you, but yes, y- 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 you know, uh, yeah. uh, writing about a television show than I've seen about Discovery. It's like honestly, people. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good show. Mm. I'm doing a Dadgummed Television podcast yeah. about sci-fi TV. I actually care about these things. Would you actually stop and take a breath before mm. you write your next word? Good grief! Yeah. And of course, I'm saying this as someone who who had uh, you know six conniptions last season over uh, you know over mm. these weird guest stars. Yes. You know, and I seem to recall having a having a three minutes hate. That centered on Victor Garber and uh, and and uh, you know what's his name Barry Allen over oh, on uh, yes. over on the Flash. Yeah, re- remember having that, but folks, it's television. Yeah, you know, look for what's there. Mm-hmm. Make do yeah. with what you've been given.
0: You know, give me a break. In the words of the ancients, repeat to yourself: "It's just a show." I should really just relax. Right. And that closes
1: our reading for today. And that yes, the, the whole the, <laughs> the, 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 the the gospel the, of Hodgson. The, the yeah the the uh, the holy book of Tom Servo yes um, yeah second Servo. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> um, so look in in in, the, in this episode, what what yep. what do you, what do we, what do we have? We've got uh, an attempt by a good actor, mm-hmm. uh, not 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 that, but by, by by which I mean someone who was acting. Uh, not like, oh, you should get an Oscar, but rather Mm -hmm. acting in good faith. Yes. Right. Trying to build a relationship with organizations on Mars that you have to have a relationship with if you're going to move Martian independence Mm -hmm. forward in a kind of civilized way. Well, there's all sorts of people who don't want that sort of thing to happen. You know, we see that over and over and over and over and over again in our Mm -hmm. own societies. And... They send a you know kind of an agent onto B five to to gank the works, and they they're very successful in that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, and
0: and to throw blame at a different yes, you know, a different actor who not again not actor actor, uh, it's got to be a better word. Uh, yeah, right. You know, in, in order in order to kind of muddy the waters and to to, to really sink this sink these negotiations. Um, right. This whole the whole free Mars militant uh, movement is is very interesting uh, to me. You know, you've got that going along at the same time that the Mars provisional government is is trying to operate kind of above board. Right. uh, And, you know, it's it 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 feels very um, it feels very Ireland. You know, it it does feel very Northern Northern Ireland. Yeah. Northern Ireland to me.
1: um, Yeah and you know in 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 some respects it's similar to the to northern, now we're recording this in in February of 2018 but mm-hmm. northern ireland right now even now does not have a properly functioning um, uh local government because of conflict between you know the you know uh, the main pro- protestant party and the main catholic party and the breakdown you know this sort of idea of a provisional government that's that's a colonial government. That's like okay, well after the Boston Massacre, the British put in place a provisional government of the colony of Massachusetts right to yeah. to Ensure that it was locked down, and then after the Tea Party, yet another provisional—you know, mm-hmm. like okay, well, we're going to continue to to tighten the screws here. Yeah, um, but that's not the sense you know, that I get of
0: of this of this Martian provi- uh, provisional government. That's not the. the but it's tone. not an independent Mars, though. It's not an independent Mars, but but I'm, and it's not self-rule, right? You know, but I'm I'm certainly getting the sense that Adrian Barbeau's character was. A native Martian she's yes. not. she's not someone she's not a Terran who has been sent in to like administer the. I place. Agree with she's that. not the British in India
1: yes that's you know, true uh, yeah I'd agree with that so
0: so I, I wonder if the word provisional was is being misused in this particular context mm-hmm. that it's that it's it's you know it's the 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 native Martian uh, um,
1: right or, like like know, it's kind of like a self rule light kind of thing
0: yeah yeah we we yeah. let you do your thing and and sort of manage your own internal affairs uh right um, right but we're going to be you know sitting earth is going to be sitting above it having veto power over whatever yeah. you do and and yeah. come down on you hard if you uh you know if you step out of line kind of thing but
1: yeah sort but, of like uh you know like what say greenland has you know it's largely self governing but mm-hmm. the 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 Danish parliament actually controls the post office and defense and that kind of thing. Maybe it's something like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I I picked it because mostly when you're looking at say, you know, the UK or France or whatever, you're talking Mm. about these teeny teeny little islands. Whereas you, you know, the, the Danes, I mean, good, good grief, you know, I mean, Greenland is, is part of Denmark and, um, and uh, you know, is self-governing probably along the same lines? It, your argument now, mm-hmm. probably along the same lines. The way Mars is governed, mm-hmm. yeah. That was and the you've sense got, that I get. Yeah, yeah. And you've got militants who wanna who wanna get the job done straight away, and mm-hmm. you know are prepared to to use any kind of violence to uh, yeah. to bring that forward. Um, uh, I didn't have the sense that we. I mean, we saw our sort of reprogrammed Abel Horn, mm-hmm. right? So, mm, you know, to what extent is he? Acting as a Mars firster, you know, yeah. I don't know.
0: But we get a lot of backstory on him that apparently he was enough of a, for sure, e- enough of a, a, a rogue actor and a, and, a, and a, you know, a terrorist that that he was certainly targeted by by Earth Force to, uh, uh, you know, to to take him down.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, that's definitely and, true.
0: And everything that we're everything that we're hearing, you know, from and about him is, uh, is this, you know, that 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 the Free Mars group is is really a terrorist cell, a terrorist organization. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's um, that's all true. That's all
0: true. So, um, um, and that they're one of these one of these groups that wants to, you know, that 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 they're really at cross purposes with the uh, with the provisional government's attempts at, you know, the the whole plan that uh, that that the the head of Future Corp there and Future Corp that name. Good gravy, future corp. Future really? corp. You know, could you spend five more seconds brainstorming that one? You know? Really, a- right? Um, you know, the the plan is that they would be able to basically, you know, buy out their independence from Earth. Yes, which is that's kind of a weird concept. Is it like an indentured servitude kind of thing? Where R- you know, right, how does right. how does one nation buy out its independence? I, that was a little strange, but yeah. Uh, but that all depends on the relationships going smoothly, which you can't really have if some somebody's running around, you know, blowing things up and dropping rocks on the planet right. and, and that right. kind of thing.
1: Yeah. What do you think? Um, just a quick a quick segue. Yeah. What do you think the best fictional corporation in sci-fi television's name is? What do, what do, what do you? I, I have a I, I have like a very strong. <laughs> The best yeah, corporation um, name? Yeah, the best. The best fictional corporation name. I'm looking across the room at my partner John, and uh-huh. he's looking because he knows the answer. There yeah. is an answer to this question, Chris. Um, What's your answer? I'm, Give I'm, me the answer. <clears throat> uh, is it Whalen yutani Whalen Utani is a great name. That's yeah. not what I had in my mind. No, I had Massive Dynamic. Massive
0: Dynamic. It's Was fringe. that?
1: From- Oh, that's Fringe, okay. Fringe, massive what? dynamic. Yes. it's a name that means nothing, but it Absolutely. also conveys yes. this incredible menace, you know. What
0: was the the corporation and sort of creepy conspiracy that tied Millennium and Space Above and Beyond? There was a, there was a oh, corporation. Oh, killing
1: there. me. Yeah, I won't remember it. I I, I this, just watched Space Above and Beyond. Yeah. Six weeks ago, and yeah. I won't remember. I can't remember it. This is
0: this is the problem with with recording live. You know, maybe I'll maybe I'll drop the name in here. The name of that yeah. organization was. Okay, well that's Beatrice. good. You know, that's a good example as well. I'm sorry. I segwayed. Yeah, um, please. Uh,
1: Thirty seconds of uh mm. uh you know instead of a two minutes hate, a uh, two yeah. minutes love for Adrian Barbeau. Oh, fantastic! America's sweetheart. She was Loved fantastic. Her. Yeah. You know yeah. how can you go wrong? Cast her mm-hmm. in anything. You know I, uh, what was she in the fog and mm-hmm. uh, swamp thing and swamp thing? Escape know. from New York. Oh, Escape from New York! Yeah, yeah. She, yeah was she was. Mar- my, and she was married to John Car- uh, John Carpenter. So, yeah, so that's she was why in she's in all, all, all these, these great movies. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, she, I remember her as a, you know, uh, like Battle of the Network stars and yes, uh, constantly. you know, all these kind of great seventies mm-hmm. and eighties variety programs. Yeah. She was always on the sort of second string game shows. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no. She, she's not going. She's not a Hollywood Square, right? Because you have to be at least charo to be in Hollywood Square. Yeah, you have to be this charo in order to to ride this ride. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you have to have at least one unit of charo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. she's she's um, at like a
0: 0.7 charo. But yeah, no. I I yeah. You know, I saw her. And I'm like, is that? I, of course, I yeah. had IMDb open as I'm watching the episode. Sure, sure. I, sure. As I do. Um, sure. Yeah, and, and this. And, the, uh, yeah, go. I was going to say if we're doing the the two minutes love for Adrian Barbeau, I have to throw in a two minutes hate for Michael Beck, Abel Horn. Yes. Um, who I think, and this is,
1: hmm,
0: this is, this is. these are pretty extreme words, but maybe the worst actor we have seen in the series so far.
1: Oh, you and, are not right about that, my friend. No? Oh, we have seen far, far worse performances. <sighs> maybe it was just the, I, it could have been the material
0: that he was given where he had to really kind of overdo it, but, uh. It was, uh, it, it, was, it was pretty painful as he sort of cast about back and forth. and. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, you, you, you know what I think about that. I'm always going to blame the director, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, here's what you need to do, Chris. We, we were talking about this, uh, that one of, one of his star turns mm-hmm. is in the ridiculously over-the-top 1979 crime film, The Warriors. Yes. Okay? Now, he's the lead guy in that. Okay. Was he in that? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I yeah. It was, he yeah. was the lead guy. Okay. okay. And One of those movie, films my mother wouldn't let me watch. Oh, God bless. No, <laughs> no. Uh, you, you know. Uh, no, this was- uh, th- This movie was so- There was so much hysteria about it mm-hmm. that, you know, it's a miracle that it wasn't it was sort of banned outright, right? Mm-hmm. But he's the lead guy in that, mm-hmm. and- You'll have to decide to to the degree to which you find him you know persuasive as a leader or or what have you, but mm-hmm. you know, I thought he was pretty good in that okay and 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 that movie is just so it's so of its time mm-hmm. it's just well y- you know a- yeah. a- anyone who can go from warriors to Xanadu, Mm -hmm. to Megaforce, to Babylon 5, you know, I'm prepared to say, he's not the worst actor we've ever seen. I I will grant that. I will will give you that. Concede
0: the point to the distinguished gentleman from the West Coast.
1: Yeah, I I will. You you are going to have to do some work Mm -hmm. to get lower on my list than the actor who played Ari Benzane. I mean, you're going to have to work. Fair. Because that was... Appalling. Yeah. Well,
0: also written by Lawrence Stillio.
1: Hmm. <laughs> hmm. So we're we're, a we're seeing a <laughs> yeah. a theme yeah. emerging. Yeah. Yes. Um, and um, you said there was one more guest star, wasn't there? Um.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, Senator uh, Elise Vando. Uh, yes. Earth Senator uh, is played by by Jessica Walter. Uh. Yes. From Arrested Development and Archer, her most recent. Uh, credits um right you know she didn't and and she had that occasional like like upturned sneering lip of right. uh, uh of uh, lucille bluth uh in this in this senator when she was very displeased uh but but she didn't really get to to fully ham it up as she's done in her in her later right. later career i i think right. she's fantastic
1: yeah i i i liked that little bit with her mm-hmm. uh, because it came right after the business in the San Diego wastelands, you know, Mm -hmm. where we're seeing, you know, the uh, kind of the initiation of this Bureau 13 anti, Mm -hmm. anti Martian operation. You saw in the, uh, you know, in the sort of round telescreen, President Clark, Mm -hmm. you know, talking, right. Okay. That's a nice little, okay. So, you know, we're we're being asked to visually connect them. Right. Yep. And then she comes on and she asks, you know, Sheridan to do what is Pat, patently what he's not going to do mm-hmm. right yeah and when she gets sort of snippy and huffy with him it's like okay well we're getting some we're getting some good data about what's going on on earth mm. right yeah because at least what clark, they can get away with yeah right clark clark should not be on that screen mm-hmm. unless we're meant to make a connection and yeah. she should have a better appreciation for Babylon 5's neutrality, mm. you know, but which she doesn't have.
0: Yeah, you know. and um, I think it's it's conveying the message that that Earth doesn't really care about this neutrality at all. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't know that we've seen uh, a senator or a a representative of Earth government uh, at uh, to this point who was. Like sympathetic to the the spoken goals of Babylon five.
1: Right. Everybody yeah, who's I'd come in from that.
0: Earth you know seems to you know they're they're pretty much a jerk from from Word One. Right. I mean let's remember the master negotiator. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second worst performance so far, maybe? Okay. Okay. Well we can rate we can rate these if we need to.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. It's <laughs> yeah. churlish. Yeah. yeah. Um the other uh, the other guest actor uh, who doesn't doesn't go in the IMDb corner mm. was um, the way earlier than I'd anticipated appearance of Zach Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought he was a season three at the earliest, uh, uh, you know, player, and there he is.
0: Yeah, and I don't know how many episodes he shows up in, and you know, before then, uh, if he's just sort of a. Like a one-off kind of thing, but it was uh, it was it was good. To, I was like, oh yeah, this is great. You know, he's here. He's doing he's doing actual stuff, and he gets a name. You know, yeah. un- unlike the the second in command <laughs> who you know, betrayed and that oh, I don't know who he was but right shot Garibaldi, but uh, right. uh, yeah yeah I was very I was very happy to see him uh, to see him show up. Let's see, he was in seventy four episodes of the series, so he's got to start off pretty wow. soon.
1: Yeah. yeah, There's only there's only there's about a hundred, right. so.
0: Uh, yeah. Spider in the web, coming of shadows, acts of sacrifice. I think these are all season two episodes. So I think we're going to see a little bit more of him before, uh,
1: before we drop into season three. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, couple of, uh, couple of Ivanova hair, hair watch, uh, taxonomy notes. <laughs> yep. Yep. She's, um, she's got the uh,
0: much more relaxed when she's just kind of hanging and chatting with, with Sheridan and, and taking care of regular business. But, you know, as as soon as as soon as it hits the fan, and she starts getting snippy with her uh, with her bridge crew, you know,
1: here comes the barrette.
0: Get the barrette out. Lock it back. <coughs> lock it back. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, someday, and I have no idea when this will be because we don't really frequent celebrity or science fiction conventions. But someday, I would like to pose to Claudia Christian this. You know, to say, was this a conscious thing? Was somebody saying, okay, this is going to be mm-hmm. a tensor scene, lock the hair down? Um, or is it, was this just something that kind of just happened, you know, more organically?
1: Just we're going to uh, we're gonna have to look and see what her travel schedule looks like. Yeah. We're going to have to pay her a visit. We'll, we'll,
0: we'll have to encounter her at some point, you know, yeah. maybe she'll be at a Gen Con or at a, you know, Comic Con
1: or something in our, in our neighborhoods. Yeah, we'll give her a name of the pod T-shirt.
0: We should start making those. We, really we should. totally should. Yeah, yeah. We gotta yeah. gotta get on
1: the gotta get on the gravy train here, right? You know, blue Super apron train. is a ponying up, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, should we proceed to the end step? Let's proceed to the end step. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things that I that both Chris and I uh, kind of uh, kind of re- re- reacted to in the same way was <laughs> Captain Sheridan's. Admission that he's that he likes conspiracy theories and he's a bit of a conspiracy theorist. Yes. And, you know, Lord knows conspiracy (laughs) and sort of ancient mysteries Mm -hmm. in search of uh, Bigfoot, all this Mm -hmm. kind of nonsense. Mm -hmm. uh, You know, that is staple food from my from my upbringing. Right. (laughs) I think anybody
0: who grew up in the 70s, you know, when when we were certain that we were going to be murdered at night by Bigfoot's. Um, and you know, UFOs, Bermuda Triangle were right. These were these were things that were just constantly in the psychic sphere around us. Um, and coming out of Watergate, so yeah, there's secret things going on in government. Sure, You know that that's. I think that's why X Files really resonated with the folks of our generation is because it just took those two elements we'd grown up with and just mashed them together hard. But uh, yeah, yeah, Sheridan comes out and and. The way he says it sounds like uh, like a conspiracy nut on the internet. You know, no one yes. comes out and says they're a conspiracy nut. I, I collect secrets, black projects, you know, conspiracies, secret organizations. You
1: know, he's like, right. he's like oh, look at my little hobby here. Uh, right, right. You could just as easily have imagined him hosting the In Search of Revival that they gave to Mitch Pelleggi.
0: Or the new one right. to Zachary Quinto.
1: Oh, that's a brilliant piece of
0: casting. Isn't it? Isn't it? You know? It's brilliant. He'll be recording you know? Bilbo Baggins within the next couple of years too. He's Indeed, and then in the remake of Fringe in another twenty.
1: Yeah, i um I live in los I, I live in, in Orange County, so Los Angeles area, and Los Angeles has this fantastic, peerless, um, DVD music, etc. Superstore called Amoeba Records, mm-hmm. and when we moved back about a year and a half ago, the, my first visit to amoeba was, you know, a $300, $400 train wreck of must-buy-all <laughs> stuff, you know. Yes. And, and, you know, the biggest thing I bought was the entire run of In Search Of. Beautiful. And beautiful. I, I watched it. It took, a, it took about a year. Mm-hmm. These episodes are 20 minutes long, but there were hundreds of them. What were they taking? geez louise it was the <laughs> what 70s these so everything were they, they couldn't hold, you know could lock down yeah, yeah. right so right. what we're going to do now as we <laughs> kind of wrap up the episode chris and i are going to talk about sort of two or three or four a couple you know 12. A, 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 a t- 10 yeah 50 100 um, yeah. of our favorite um kind of you know s- secrets weird weird science uh you know stuff like that mm-hmm. mine mine are mostly not of the you know 9/11 false flag, you know, kind of flavor. They're much more yeah. ancient, historical, or just kind of like what? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and mine are, because, are
0: yeah. largely of the of the very weird variety. I've 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 spoken before of my love for the Art Bell Coast to Coast show. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. And the uh, you know the, the the Philadelphia Experiment stuff. Um, so, sure. So mine are going to fall largely into that category as well.
1: Okay. Do you you want to start? You want I'll to give, give give me one? You we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. do we'll do four or five. We'll see where we sure, go. Sure, okay? sure. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna start off with, and I'm just gonna this is gonna be just brief detail on this one. Um, okay, faked moon landings. Okay, boring. It's a good one. Okay, but, but boring. Okay, because <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, okay, you know, everybody, in, everybody in his his insane Trump voting brother, you know, believes that that we didn't actually go to the moon, that it was on a sound stage. But Richard Hoagland. Who's the guy who found the face in Mars? Yes. He he takes it a step further and says, well, why did they fake the moon landing? It's not because we didn't have the technology for it. It's because if they'd actually gone to the moon, and they did actually go to the moon, and found evidence of alien civilizations there, so they were like, oh, crap, we can't broadcast this. So we have to fake all of these moon landings so that Ah. the world doesn't know... uh, about the the massive alien fleet parked just past the moon, and all of these you know mm-hmm. like enormous towers on the backside of it, and all of that good stuff. Right. So, so
1: we yeah. did go to Mo- we did go to the moon, but
0: ha, 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 but it's not. We the, can't
1: show you that. Yeah, not in those dumb Apollo rockets. No,
0: no. We, some project they'd been working on with FTL drives since the late fifties. Sure. Yeah, that
1: yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, when 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 I think about these kinds of stories, right, mm-hmm. the one that I can that one that always comes to mind first, and that I can never fully shake, is Roanoke, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. oh, I just wish I knew yeah. what actually happened, you know. And and look, I, I I think that that from from in search of days where they mm-hmm. vir- do virtually nothing, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, what probably happened? The colony the colony was absorbed by, uh, you know, by by local, you know, by the local people, mm-hmm. and. Um, and and you know and 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 they and they went away. I mean that happens. Or they wandered inland and you know died
0: out of starvation or somewhere along the way and didn't have any, you know, you know any any kind of signs left. And yeah,
1: it's a big country down there. You know, right. To to me, you know the the it's I mean it's not a conspiracy theory, but you know the the Roanoke mystery. Yes. You know collecting secrets. You know there's something going on there that we don't fully know. Yeah. Okay, give us another one. All right. Well, this is a little, little less weird, but
0: still, just you know, wh- once you start going down the path of of hearing the evidence of it, it makes just no sense at all. And this is the that that uh, the Titanic was not the ship that sunk. Have you heard this one? What? That no, I got that, nothing. That what sunk was actually the its sister ship, the Olympic, and it was it was a giant insurance scam.
1: Okay. Uh, but, there's but there's provenance on the Olympic. There's what? Provenance, oh. like we know. Yeah. Unless that was Titanic.
0: But but there are you know there's uh, there's I'll put some stuff in the show notes on this because I, I I heard the story once and my brain just refused to accept it. <laughs> but but there's the like, people have looked at the pictures and said, oh well you know this particular you know style of porthole was on one ship but not on the other and you know and this and that and the other thing and and so one of the the the, the Olympic had, had suffered some damage, and it was the company's fault, and so the insurance wasn't going to pay out for it. So they said, all right, just take it out and sink it, you know, with all hands on board, and we'll collect the money from that because the ship is basically a wreck anyway.
1: That is cuckoo for Cocoa yeah. Puffs.
0: Yeah. yeah. I it's, it never heard that. The farther you go into some of these, and this is what I really love, is, is right. when you have to start, uh, you know, the, the convolutions that you have to go through to, to, right. to sort of justify your end conclusion um, in a lot <laughs> right, of these things right. is really is really pretty admirable. <laughs> I yeah. guess that's maybe that's not
1: the word I'm looking for. It's uh, noteworthy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Hit me with your I, next I, one. I used the word uh, notorious mm-hmm. in class no. Uh, no. a couple of days ago. Nah, nah, right, and uh, and I just meant. Mm having notoriety. Yep. Right. And my students went all, but they went bananas over me. Mm. No, that isn't the right word to describe that person. Notorious is a word that has, it is explicitly negative. I'm like, I no, I would use the word infamous the the way, the the way you want to to read this. I would use the word infamous. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, that's a perfectly good word to describe what you're talking about, but you need to, uh, you need to slow your roll on mm-hmm. calling these people out. Okay. Notorious yeah. is the wrong word. Mm-hmm. Fine. Uh, okay. Um, Betty and Barney Hill. Mm. What is that about? What possible benefit do they have to, to tell that story in public? Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so, and you know, a lot of my stuff is of the, you know, uh, what is it? Cui Bono, who benefits? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And... You know, you, you listen to them, mm-hmm. they sound trustworthy.
0: Yeah. And they I sound, believe them. But they sound what? like the last kind of people in New Hampshire in 1960? <laughs> 62 or 62 something. 62, that right. want to draw a lot of attention to themselves. Exactly. You know? Uh, exactly. Not, not a lot of interracial couples in New Hampshire back in those days. No,
1: no. Uh, yeah. And, and yet,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there they are in public... Yeah, Uh, yeah, it's just like, what on earth actually happened? Mm. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Um, I
0: think I got to give a nod to all of the new chronology, phantom time kinds of theories, uh, and sort of roll them all together in in a bucket. And actually, one of our, the first time I ever heard of this was was from one of our old professors uh, back uh, in our undergrad days back when dinosaurs walked the earth, who, yeah, the Cretaceous appar-
1: period. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, uh, R. dean, Ware. Um, yes. One of the one of the finest of, uh, uh, you know history professors that we ever had. Oh, I went into his office one day. Um, blessed was, memory. Oh yeah, yeah. He was just shaking his head over this 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 theory that it apparently just. Uh, and I looked it up today, and it apparently it had started coming around in 1991. So he was probably just gotten word of it from, you know, from a colleague or something. These are these involve either stretching or condensing time, that that the history as we know it is wrong. And that, for example, um, uh, everything, one of them, which was pulled together by this Russian mathematician. uh, Of course. Everything from the ancient and early medieval world happened in the late Middle Ages, so that, that, that Rome itself is, what? there was no actual Rome, it's just sort of a, a code word when it's used to, re- to, to reference other kinds of things, and that, uh, that, that pretty much everything happened, everything that we have recorded happened from 1,000 and, and forward. What? Yeah. Yeah. And then you have other theories, and this was the more recent one, I believe, um, that uh, insert that there were two hundred and ninety-seven years inserted into the early Middle Ages by the whole. I think it was Otto the Third, Holy Roman Emperor of the time, to so as to conveniently line up his reign with the year one thousand, so that you know for the the jubilee and and all of that sort of thing. right. So uh, that that Charlemagne, all these kinds of things, everything had been kind of you know had been stretched out by the insertion of this these extra 300 years into into history that didn't really exist at all. And there are other ones um, Velikovsky ha- has Velikovsky. I yes. knew we were going to get there Ding. at some point. has a, has this this theory that you know all the ancient <laughs> Greek stuff didn't really happen and that it was there's there's like a 500 year gap in there
1: that's that's sort of tightened up wacky stuff. Velikovsky is a proper madman. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you, you read some of that stuff and it's like, I think my eyes are bleeding. Yep. yep. Right? It's like, I mean, Von Donegan, mm-hmm. Eric Von Donegan, Chariots yep. of the Gods, the yep. sort of progenitor of this sort of ancient, ancient astronauts alien. kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, ancient alien stuff. Our favorite Centauri. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, right. You, um, you read his stuff and it's, it's just sort of not very persuasive history right? It's Mm -hmm. like this, the evidence is really weak here, but you read Velikovsky and it's like, oh my God, am I in an opium den? Yeah. Right? Like Uh, you are crazy. mm. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. We could, we could do a whole, (laughs) (laughs) we could do a whole podcast on Velikovsky by itself. Yeah. Uh, all right. My next one is, uh, where exactly is D.B. Cooper? (laughs) I've told you where D.B. Cooper is. Do tell. He's, well, there
0: was a there was a comic this webcomic called XKCD a couple of years ago. Oh you know, right, that yes. That came out and and drew the connections between DB Cooper and Tommy Wiseau, the writer director star of The Room. Um, right. And they line up. I'm convinced. <laughs> you know, he's uh, got this strange unplaceable accent. He yes. he showed up with all of this money that he can't really explain. Um, right. You know, it's uh, there's there's a lot of things that make sense there
1: yes okay yeah. give me another one
0: <laughs> okay this is this is and i know i'm going on at length about some of these things but um i'm gonna i'm gonna talk for a bit about project pegasus and An- andrew basiago
1: yeah um do you know him i know i have recently heard of project pegasus okay so, so please continue
0: Basiago, who ran for president in 2016 and has already launched his campaign for 2020, uh, claims that he was, uh, as a very young child, exhibited telepathic and telekinetic abilities, which brought him to the attention of a secret CIA program, Project Pegasus, uh, which experimented in teleportation, and that he, along with his father, uh, were teleported between uh, New Jersey and New Mexico back and forth many times. Um, and uh, it, when he was when he was young, went through all of these different sorts of teleportation experiments. Um, and then again in the early 1980s, came back to the project uh, and made use of uh, what he called jump rooms to teleport to Mars. Hmm. Um, and it was... On Mars, in those early 1980s, that he met a young man named Barry Soatoro.
1: <laughs> yes. Barack uh, Obama.
0: Yes. Uh, also known as Barack Obama. Um, and so, and, and of course, he, there's an ancient civilization on Mars that was lost in some sort of massive solar catastrophe. Uh, 9,000 years BCE and all the population of Mars was driven underground so they're still there uh, but, uh, but yeah he and, and Barry were hanging out in the early 80s uh, and, and again once you get to your end goal you have to go in and backfill and your brain makes all these connections if Barack Obama was there then clearly this project was tapping people of great future political consequence therefore that's why he's running for president huh uh he also traveled through time with the project uh going back to gettysburg um (coughs) and yeah yeah and there's apparently a photograph uh where he says that that's him as a a small child in gettysburg um you can see a, a, a young boy running around with no shoes on he says yeah that was me so that's uh that was very exciting and and speaking of fringe earlier he claims that uh that his life was used as as the inspiration for a lot of the things in fringe.
1: Huh. Hmm.
0: He ties up a lot of my favorite kind of nut yes. job stuff. <laughs> uh, I believe there's there's even a solar warden connection in there. The secret space fleet that the earth government yes. maintains uh, yes. just on the other side of the moon. Yeah. Uh, I there's I think there's I vaguely remember but I couldn't find anything online today. But yeah. He's 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 one of my favorite little balls of fun all rolled up into one package. Wow. Yeah.
1: You you got the good stuff. I you know I, I, I'm, I'm I, I I am I am playing Triple A ball here right now, and you are throwing heat. I I, <laughs> I love this stuff. And yeah, but right, but, right,
0: But you're delivering the classics. I mean, I mean, you know, the uh, Roanoke, you know, Betty and Barney Hill. Those are the things that we you know that we grew yeah, up with. We, we grew up on. Cooper, that's right. Yeah, that's all. That's all the solid foundation. You know, and right. and, and once you start getting the internet and and people and these other theories
1: start coming out of the woodwork, you know,
0: things get a little more kooky and interesting.
1: Right. Okay. Now let me, uh, this will be my last one. I'm going to take three things. Okay. Close them and out. group yeah. them as one. Okay. Okay. Shroud of Turin. Yes. Vinland map. Mm. Kensington runestone. Okay. L- love those unexplicable uh, objects. Right, right. Yeah. What exactly is the Shroud of Turin? How old is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the Kensington Runestone doing under that tree? Yep. You know, uh, and the Vinland map, does it actually get a sort of pre-Columbian mm-hmm. understanding of uh, yeah. of North America, or does it not? Uh, those objects are yeah. endlessly fascinating to me. Voynich Manuscript. Voynich Manuscript, it's the same, Rees, exactly. It's the uh, same thing. Piri Reis map. Of Antarctica? The, the Perry-Reese map of Antarctica. Piri, I don't know this one.
0: Perry-Reese. Yeah, it, it, it claims to show uh, Antarctica before there was ice on it. Huh. So, again, another uh, of, of, a, of, a, of a, a similar
1: family of those other, those other kinds of things. Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know anything about this Perry-Reese map. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that while we're um, yeah you know when we when 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 we're done yeah the, um, the show notes will be replete with links
0: about all this stuff because this <laughs> yeah. is uh, this is endlessly fascinating to me anyway. Yeah. yeah hopefully I,
1: some of our listeners as well I remember when we did one of these uh, one of these um, uh, lexicons mm-hmm. um, that one of the characters that I was writing in the voice of had. You know, purported to discover this map of some strange island off the coast of Atlantis. You know, near the Azores or some crazy thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you yeah. it doesn't take it doesn't take a lot of research to go find dozens of extremely peculiar maps. Oh yeah. But the Vinland map. You know, listeners, if you don't know the Vinland map, you go look at it. It's a classic mm-hmm. in this kind of stuff. Yeah. Chris, you got a last one to finish us off with? No, as no, we come? I, I, I hit I hit all my big ones there. You hit your goodies. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, on the 50 minute mark, I think it's probably time to, uh, to, it's, it's to, 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 it to, ring off. Yes. <laughs> yeah. approximately six minutes longer than an episode of Babylon five is an episode of the name of the pod. Mm. Um, folks, uh, you know, when we, uh, when we get this posted, uh, in addition to sharing your thoughts on the warriors, mm. warriors, uh, and Adrian Barbeau, we hope mm. that you'll, uh, indulge us in posting your favorite conspiracy theories as well, you know, onto the, uh, onto the webpage. You know where to find I us? I want to see some top shelf David Icke stuff coming up on our Facebook yeah. page here, folks. I yeah, know there's a lot of, of you this... in the
0: UK, you know, some of you oh, may yeah. run into him at the market or something.
1: Uh, right. We need, we need you to bring the goods, people. None of this crap that I was bringing. You need yeah. proper top shelf <laughs> nuttiness. A la people. Chris Tetro. That's right. I want reptilians. <laughs> yeah. Reptiloids. Reptoids. Repto- reptoids. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, Folks, you know where to find us. You know on uh, on Facebook, around the internets, um, the name of the pod at gmail.com, Your favorite podcasting, uh, s- uh, you know, service and, reviews, uh, Ra- and rate, rate review us. Yeah. Go to all reviews. Five yeah. stars, please. Yes. Uh, someone slagged us with a two star review, so we need a couple of five stars to uh, to help boost our rating and to get yeah. us out there a little bit more. And uh, I think they slagged us for going off topic a lot. Do you think that might be it? I don't know this episode's gonna really help that. I bet that person isn't listening. Probably not. Certainly or he's not listening at the 52 to the fifty two minute mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, Folks, on that, let, until, let's ring uh, off good grief. Yeah, uh, until next time. <laughs> dear friends, I remain your obedient servant, Londa <laughs> Willari. <laughs> until next time. Bye for now.